Hey guys, it's Melissa here. So first of all, I just want to say thank you for um, all of your kind wishes. I had to take my daughter to the ER last night and it was a very late night. We didn't get home until almost 3 a.m. and we went to the ER at 8 p.m. So it was a very long evening and I did not get a chance to record a podcast and I'm super, super thankful for all of that prayers and positive vibes you sent and the sweet messages. So thank you for that. Um, Today I wanted to talk to you guys about the new moon in Libra, which occurs on April 19th. And it doesn't matter if you're hearing this on a different date. The message is still going to be something that you can resonate with. But I want to talk about what that means. So all of these moons and things that are coming in, you know, you think, what does that really mean for me? Is there something special about the moon? Well, if you're in a profession like teaching or nursing, we always can tell you when a new moon's about to happen or a full moon based on how students and patients behave, right? And what's going on. Like last night was total chaos in the ER. It's usually that way around a moon. I don't know why, but we can always tell you. But with this new moon in Libra, it's often called a pink moon. And the reason it's called that is because flowers that bloom around this time of year are these pink flowers, and I forget the name of them, but they bloom around this time, and so that's why this moon gets its nickname as the pink moon. But it is a full moon in Libra, and whenever we have full moons, you can usually feel the energy shifts. Uh, For me, I've just been so tired all week. It's just been like an energy drain and I'm trying to keep my energy up and keep going and moving, but it's just, I've been very, very tired. And I also felt like I had like a brain fog going on. I was trying to find words doing my Facebook live or even in podcasts, it's like, I can't find the words here. And I know that a lot of it has to do with shifting energy. If you're really sensitive to energy, you can feel these kinds of things. So what is this moon all about? So as I've been listening lately to some astrologers and people just talking about the changing moon cycles, anytime we come to a full moon or a new moon, a full moon especially, it's like the ending of a cycle. So we're ending a cycle in our lives. For many of us, it's ending some sort of confusion that's happened in our lives, whether it's in a relationship or um, just it could be a work partnership or it could be a romantic relationship, but there's been some confusion and communication hasn't been the greatest. And this is bringing about an end to that. And it's also bringing about balance. So if you've had a lot of hectic and chaotic things going on in your life, now is the time for things to start balancing back out again. And it can also be a balancing of the scales if something unfair happened to you. The universe could be bringing about balance to that situation right now. So those are some of the things that it could mean. A lot of people believe in like a full moon ritual and writing your intentions down. And that's great. You don't have to do it on a full moon. But for some people, they just feel like there's more power when there's a full moon. I don't really know about that, but I just know that it's always a good idea to write down your intentions, write down your goals for what you want to see in the next few months and to focus on it. I like to do that 
with the boards that I have, I go and I look at these mantras and I say them every day. But I also have a journal where I've written them down. I've written down my intentions um, that, you know, what I wish to see in the next year. And I go back and visit those and I spend some time with each of the intentions. And I focus my energy on thanking the universe for bringing it to me. And also, what would it feel like if I already had that? Because we want to imagine and act as though we already have it. That's the energy we want to be aligned with. Because when we're vibrating at that energy level, when we are acting as though we already have the thing, we're at a higher energy vibration. We're actually aligning with the energy. We're meeting the energy of the thing that we want and so it's like a vibrational match and that's when those things come in and a better way for me to explain that to you would be imagine you go to your mailbox and you open your mail and you see a check in the mail and you don't know what this is you open up the the envelope and you pull out this check and it's you were part of a class action suit that you didn't even know you signed up for. Um, and your settlement is $20,000. How would you feel if you suddenly realized you just got $20,000 and you didn't have to do a thing for it? You'd probably be jumping up and down, running all over the house. You'd have butterflies in your stomach. You'd be so excited, right? Like on top of the world and thinking about all the things you're going to buy with this or all the things you're going to do. That's the energy that you want to be aligned with because that's the energy that's going to bring you to the things that you want. It's getting vibrationally aligned with the things that we hope to see because I can't stress this enough. It is all about energy. It really truly is. And some people just really block the money thing because they're somehow they have in their minds that this can't happen or they don't deserve it. Um, Even though people might say, oh yeah, I absolutely believe it can happen somewhere down there and deep inside, they really don't. And they're not energetically aligned because when you have those subconscious things blocking you saying, no, you don't deserve this or how could this possibly happen? Or why would the universe bring you this kind of money? Or any other number of things that you might be telling yourself without realizing you're telling yourself that, it's lowering your energy vibration. So when we talk about having limiting beliefs and blocks to abundance, that's what we're talking about is you're blocking your own abundance because you're not truly in alignment with what you want. And in order to get in alignment with what you want, you have to get rid of those blocks. You have to tell yourself that it's safe to be a millionaire. It's safe to want money because so many of us were told, at least I was from a very young age, I was told not to be greedy. Money doesn't grow on trees. Um, You know, any number of things, you know, oh, we have to scrimp and we have to save and we can't afford that. I was told that a lot growing up, you know, with a single mom. And of course that makes sense. But that was a big thing that was blocking me because I always used to feel really guilty when I would go and buy myself something nice. And you think, well, why would you feel bad about that? I would think about all the things that I could have spent that money on and I'd feel bad. And 
that was blocking me because I had that guilt deep down inside. So I had to go in and do a lot of deep inner work to get rid of those blocks to money and to truly believe that I was worthy and deserving of money. And I even did like a past life regression where we can look at specific stories we're telling ourselves and where did that come from. And in a past life, I had seen that I had a lot of money and I felt alone because of it because I never got close to people because I felt like people were just trying to get close to me because of money. That was one of the stories too. I was telling myself like it's not safe to have money because people will try to take it from you. So a lot of our stories that we have can come from this life, but they can also come over from past lives that we've carried with us we haven't healed. So when you do a past life regression, you go through and you see the story, see the money limiting belief that you have, where it came from, and then we can heal it. We can say, okay, that's not going to happen in this lifetime and ask to be healed of whatever it was we needed and didn't get in that lifetime. And it's amazing how much better you feel after that. But even without doing a past life regression, you can really get down to the nitty gritty and think about the beliefs that you have. It's important to understand what they are and where they came from in order to be able to heal them and to get rid of them. And one of the ways that you can do that, which I love, is by really digging deep and journaling what are your limiting beliefs about money. Like what things have you heard all of your life? And think about things your parents said to you or, you know, for some of it, it was what I heard in church, you know? And somehow we've equated that you can't be religious or holy or whatever and have money, which is also not true. Money is not an evil thing. We've managed to make it an evil thing because we, um, in our society, it's like we want the rich to stay rich and the poor to stay poor because that's one way of people keeping you small is to only have a certain number of people have the money. But the truth is, we could all be filthy rich and the universe has enough to provide for everyone to have every bit of their dreams to be wealthy beyond their belief and it's not taking away from anyone else you having money isn't taking away from me having money and me having money isn't taking away from the next person having money we can all be wealthy and rich and it's not taking away from anyone else's share and being wealthy or having money isn't about being greedy it's about having what you need to have a life you enjoy and when you have more money you can give more to other people you know you can start more charities and foundations and help more and more I mean I think about you know Notre Dame when the cathedral burnt down the money raised over two days to replace it or or to restore it was astounding but the sad thing is when I also thought about that I thought if we could do that in two days for a church what could we do for people who really need the money like victims of the hurricane in Puerto Rico or um, children who are starving you know who don't have food animals who are in shelters that can't find homes that are starving and there's so many organizations and people that really need the help and really if we had bandaged together like they did for that cathedral how many people could be helped 
So it's not about having money just so I can be filthy rich and, you know, do what I, it's not about that. It's about the fact that having more money allows you to help more people because it does. You can give more when you have more. And that's always been a dream of mine is to have enough that I can create a, a, a space for women who don't have a safe place to go when they're in toxic relationships or if they have children because I've been in that situation but luckily I had people to turn to and I had places to go but I know there are a lot of women out there who don't have places to go and they stay in these relationships and get beat and treated horribly emotionally abused simply because there's nowhere for them to go and I know we have shelters out there, but I also know that their capacity is always full and there's just not enough. Um, And we need to do more about that. And we can be doing, we need to do better by humanity as a whole, honestly. And we need people who are visionaries, who can get out there and who can do it and who have the money to do it because it takes money. It really does. So... Don't ever feel guilty about wanting money or manifesting money because when we have it, we can do more to help others too. So when this new moon is coming around, it's important to think about what you want to manifest. Again, it doesn't have to be on a full moon, but that is a time when a lot of people think about manifesting. I say you need to look at your manifestations every day and take some time every day and sit with them and feel what it would feel like to have them and get your vibrations up and, you know, because it's a daily thing. It's, we have to always be in that energy, getting in the flow of life and realizing this is the most important thing I think is realizing that the universe already, already knows what we want, right? We've put those intentions out there and the universe says, I heard you, it's here, it's just waiting on you to get aligned with it. And so it's putting our intentions out there. Those intentions are in the vortex, which remember is just our connection to source. And then we let go of the need to control how and when and where it's going to show up. We just kind of float along, we enjoy life, we take things one day at a time, we are grateful and thankful for the blessings around us, we are happy, joyful, finding things to be grateful for, finding things to enjoy in our lives. And when we're in that vibration, when we're vibrationally aligned to joy and happiness and we're trusting the universe, It's like we're just floating along in life and we're going downstream and all that stuff we want to see happen in our lives is downstream. Eventually, just by doing nothing more than living our lives and being in a good place, we're going to run into all of the things that we want to see manifest. But if we're trying to swim toward it and we are struggling and we are angry and resentful that it's not here yet and we're focusing on the fact that we don't have enough, then we're going to be swimming upstream away from the stuff that we're wanting to see. So it's super important to get in the right headspace and to be in the right energy and to be aligned with everything if you want to see those things happen for you. And they will happen for you. 
And one thing I wanted to say really quickly too, when we talk about this full moon in Libra, when bringing about balance, sometimes that means that people come back into our lives and people who may have hurt us, people we had relationships with, and it could be romantic partners or it could be family members or friends, they're coming back to balance the scales. And what I want to tell you is to be discerning here because some people come back with good intentions. Like, oh, I, you know, in relationships, for example, they may come back and say, I really miss you and I'm sorry that we missed our opportunity and I've grown a lot since then and I've changed and I've done this and that and can we try again or can we can you forgive me for what happened in the past and that's bringing about balance but I want you to also remember that there are some people who come back simply to make themselves feel better and they don't have good intentions at heart you need to use your intuition and be discerning about who you choose to let back into your life because people may end up coming back in during this time. And if they come back in and they are truly sorry, some people just need closure and they come back in and say, I'm sorry. And you know, that's great. Who doesn't need closure? You can say, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. And then move on and you've got your closure. But some people may want to apologize and start something new. And the thing is, the rule is you don't go back into those same cycles again. If someone comes back from the past, they have to prove that they've changed. But I believe people can change because I know I'm a I'm proof of someone who has changed. But they have to prove it. They can't just say, I've changed. There has to be some proof there that they have. And if you're seeing the proof, then great. You know, don't hold people to who they once were because that isn't fair you wouldn't want to be held to who you once were and someone holding on to the past and constantly bringing that back up into your face and saying look at this this is what you were well if they've changed they're not that person anymore and you need to let that past go and accept what is now and again making sure that they truly have changed and if they have then that's totally up to you if it feels right to you But if they come back bringing crumbs again and saying, I'm sorry and I want to start over and you can tell that it isn't genuine or that maybe they're sorry, but they're not changed, right? They still bring you the same gross crumbs that they brought you before. Then you can tell them, thank you, but no thank you. Um, Have a beautiful life and bye Felicia, right? Like get away, move on because you don't want to get back. It's all about ending cycles. And if you go back to that person who's offering crumbs, you're going to end up with the same same mess you were in before. You're going to have the same hurt feelings from before because that person hasn't truly changed. So it's all about discerning, being discerning and discernment and using your intuition to guide you. You know in your gut, your gut tells you is it a yeah or is it a no? And it's an emphatic usually, yeah, this feels awesome. This feels right. Or if it's even a little like, eh, it's probably a no. But you know best what's good for you. And don't listen to what other people are telling you. You need to just trust yourself and trust your gut. You'll know. 
And if it's family members coming back, again, same thing. Sometimes people come back just to smooth over their own egos. Um, But if you're taking ego out of it and it seems like they're genuinely sorry and they're coming back to make amends and to fix things, by all means, it's about balancing those things out and it's about finding peace for yourself. But if someone's coming back and you know they haven't changed, you can accept their apology and thank them for apologizing but by no means do you have to accept that person back into your life. You don't have to have people in your life who make you feel cruddy, like crap, right? Those people don't deserve your time or energy, so don't waste it. And I know it's hard with family, but still, it doesn't matter if they're your family. If they aren't treating you right, you don't deserve that. You don't need to put up with that. So you're always teaching people how to treat you by setting those healthy boundaries for yourself. And if someone is stepping over those boundaries and crossing them and stepping on you, it's your job to tell them to go away. It's your job to put up your fence and keep them out. Reserve your personal space for yourself. Well, there will be a lot of things probably happening with this shift, but the most important thing to remember is to get rest nourish yourself, take care of yourself, take time for yourself, go get a massage, make sure you're getting plenty of sleep at night, make sure you're not trying to do too much or take on too much, make sure that you are keeping your energy safe, so if you need to ground yourself or you need to do a quick meditation to get your energy cleared again because I tell you why just being in a room full of people can deplete your energy so it's all about making sure that you restore that energy and not allow low vibing people to hang on to you those energy vampires will just take everything they can take from you energetically because they don't have enough so they're they're globbing onto you and they're robbing you of your energy and your inner peace so it's saying no to those people clearing your energy again you can do that with a meditation you can do it with a tapping just taking care of yourself because you deserve it take time for yourself if you can take a half an hour every day or an hour just for you do it. You know, I told a client one time, go shut the door in a room. You have a room for yourself that you can just hang out in your house. Because I know when you have kids, it's hard. It's hard to like get away from the kids in the house. And I don't say that in a mean way, but you know, you need your space too. And it's important. It's really vital. If you're a parent, you've got to take time to take space for yourself in whatever way you can. Whether that's dropping the kids off with the grandparents for an hour and saying, hey, would you want to take them for ice cream or go do this? And then you go sit in your room and you do what you need to do that's going to make you relax and feel better. Whether it's a meditation, a tapping, whatever it is that you want to do. Reading a good book or watching something that makes you laugh or smile, but you've got to take that time out for yourself. Go schedule a massage and find someone to watch your children, okay? You deserve to take time out for you. All right, well, I wanted to pull a card for you before I ended this podcast just to help get you through the weekend. 
And um, I hope that everyone has a beautiful, wonderful Easter weekend and that you're able to enjoy it with your friends and family. Um, It's all about springtime now and, and Easter is all about resurrection and new life bringing new things to life and now we're starting a new cycle in our lives with spring. I love spring because it's totally reminds me of life and new life where winter reminds me of death and I'm not a big fan of winter. Spring reminds me of new life and it it is a reminder that for me, summer is on its way and new and beautiful things are on the way and we want to remember the sacrifice too that Jesus made on the cross for us and the story always just is very emotional for me and touches my heart. But I hope that you guys uh, honor this holiday in whatever way you know you need to or whatever way you do that, you have a wonderful, beautiful holiday celebration with your friends and family. So I wanted to pull one card and two came out. So I guess this is our Easter bonus. This is from the deck, The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. And the first card that came out says, Thank you, universe, for helping me see beyond the limits of fear. Thank you for expanding my perception so that I can see what is of the highest good. I love this because it really speaks about letting go of the fear that you have that whatever you want, whatever you're hoping to see isn't coming because it is coming. And what you have to realize is that it's going to be for your highest good and it's going to be in divine timing. So if you're not seeing it right away, it doesn't mean that it isn't there. It just means that there's divine timing at play because we can't always see the bigger picture, but God always does. And the universe knows when when we need something in our lives and when we don't. And I want to say that I use the universe and source and God interchangeably just because I know many people have different terminology. It's all the same to me. It's all God. It's all, you know, source, the universe, all the same. Um, Our creator, whatever you want to say, whatever makes you feel better. It means the same. And I can't say how true that is. I just found out the other day. So I currently drive an hour to and from work. And I I love my job. But I also, I don't love the drive. I really don't. And last year, there was an opportunity. A job came open that was closer to home. So I applied for it and got through. I know I've told you this before, through to the final round, and it was down to me and one other person. And I just found out that the person who got the job, actually their hours have been cut, and she really isn't liking it there. And so when I told you that God shuts doors for us and takes us out of the path of things that aren't for us, believe it's true. I always learn that after the fact, it's always like, oh, that makes total sense. And I mean, it makes sense, even though I don't like the drive of going an hour to and from work, it makes sense that I am where I am right now because I love my job and I love the people I work with and my students have always been amazing. So I can never complain about that at all. I like will always have a heart for where I am now because I I never thought that I would love the people as much as I do. They're like family, 
and the students are like family and you don't get that just anywhere. You know, you don't. It's all about the environment. And that's so important. A job, you could be getting paid a gazillion dollars. I love that number. I just made that up. A gazillion dollars and have every perk in the world. And if you don't like the people you work with, if you don't like the environment, it's not worth it. You'll hate your job. You'll hate your life. Even if you have all that money, who cares? You're not going to be happy. It's all about being happy. So keep that in mind too. All right, so the second card I pulled for you was I choose to learn through love. I like this one as well because when we make our choices in love and not out of fear, things become so much easier for us. Things become clearer. When we allow fear to step in and stop us from being who we truly were meant to be, we you can feel it in your soul you can feel it like oh i made i let fear stop me from that and that was a mistake and i know that now when you start deciding that you're going to choose love and not fear and move forward knowing that you can't make a wrong decision as long as you're moving forward that your intuition is going to guide you that inner gps and the universe is going to have your back When you go into a situation fearless, then it doesn't mean that worry and fear isn't going to come up for you, but you choose to say, I ignore that and I'm not going to let that get to me and it's not going to affect my decision. And you go into something fearlessly. Success is always going to follow you. It just will. Because even if you get a setback, remember those are usually setups to put us in a different path to take us to something better. God always tells us, yes, yes, but not right now, or no, because I have something better for you. So no matter what, it's working out. Everything is always working out perfectly for me. Believe that. I tell myself that every day. Everything is always working out perfectly for me. And it is, truly is. Well, I love you guys, and I want to thank you again so much for the well wishes. My daughter is feeling much, much better. I want to thank you also for joining me on my Facebook Lives. Those are always so much fun for me. For your kind words, for the reviews that you've left. And if you haven't left a review for my podcast, if you wouldn't mind leaving stars or a little review just because it helps other people find me. And I truly believe my mission here on Earth is to help people find the light. I had others who showed me the light when I was in total darkness. It saved my life and put me on my path to where I am now. And I believe I'm here to help others do the exact same thing. And I need your help in doing that. We are all one. We're all working together. We all have the same mission here to help others, to be the light for others, to lead the others to the light. And I think that's beautiful. I love that. And I love that you are a part of my soul tribe. And I want to thank you, sending you so much love and light. If you want any kind of service with me, please go to my website. I have so many different things that I offer, so many ways to work with me. Don't wait to invest in yourself today. You deserve it. You deserve to feel better. You deserve to feel loved. Take care of yourself Enjoy your beautiful holiday and the hopefully beautiful weather where you are. 
Sending you massive love and light. Bye-bye.